Welcome to Beat the Often Path. I'm your host, Ross Palmer. On this show, I interview people with highly unusual and creative success stories. Unusual times call for unusual stories, and I hope to inspire you by expanding your horizon and opening you up to different ways of making money and succeeding in this crazy world. Most of all, I just want to selfishly learn from people that I admire. Hashtag sorry, not sorry. And hashtag I'm sorry for saying hashtag as a word and not writing it out. Today, my guest is Theo Nobbers, a Dutch guy, otherwise known as Mental Theo. He's one of the fathers of hardstyle music with a string of high-profile hits in the 90s that launched his somewhat ridiculous career. He's a multi-millionaire DJ who still plays over 100 shows per year, and he shows no sign of stopping. He's a guilty pleasure for a lot of Dutch people, and let me tell you, the guy is always having fun on stage, and that's what he brings to every single party. And it only made sense that when I had a DJ duo act that involved pink and purple cat masks that uh, he said, yes, let's work together. And that is a true story to be shared another time, I think. We dive deep in this interview into the business of being a successful DJ. And hopefully we can show you that you don't have to be Tiesto to have a successful, fulfilling career. And uh, for that, he's somebody who I think has always done it his own way and somebody that I admire for sure. So let's dive right in with Mental Theo. All right. So, if you were going to describe yourself in one paragraph, what would it be? In one paragraph? Yeah. Oh, my God. What is the uh, intro to Mental Theo? Oh, in one paragraph, okay. Um, I'm Mental Theo. I'm the most craziest, oldest legend in Holland. Started the hardcore scene in the 90s. Okay. That's me. And you're still a traveling DJ who does 180 uh, gigs a year. Yeah, the funny thing about that, Ross, is that uh, many, many years ago, about 15 years ago, I was asking myself, are I'm still going to do so many gigs a year? Is it still possible? And how do the people look at a DJ who's, who's, who's older, you know? And I had a time that I thought, like, yeah, oh, with all these people in front of me, like uh, 21 years old, is, are they accepting me? The yeah. thing is, nowadays, lucky, I'm still uh, doing uh, one of the gigs a year, sometimes more. And um, people uh, are really into uh, what you are playing, the creativity, uh, uh, how, how, how crazy you are, yeah. uh, the kind of music that you are uh, playing. For example, Carl Cox, one of the oldest guys, he's so credible, he's amazing, he's old, but he's quality. People nowadays go for quality. And yeah. thank you for that, but otherwise I was not doing over 100 gigs uh, a year. So Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. So what, what do you think is, um, what's unique about your career, would you say? What is unique about my career in the old days, in the 90s, we were really uh, busy with experimental music. There was no happy hardcore, there was no hardcore, there was no old school. We got our influence from the first sounds of Chicago, the, the house and the techno sounds. And, and we, uh, we've noticed that, 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 that people wanted faster. And, and um, in the UK, they had their break beats. And in Germany, they had a rave sound. And we had actually nothing. We had, we had some like, we had to create something. And seeing in Rotterdam and Amsterdam, they were really aggressive. So the techno became harder and harder. And we, make a com we made a combination. And we made the first happy hardcore record in uh, the world, which is called Life at London. And, um, and um, in these days, it was like a gimmick. It was experimental. It was not like we are creating a hit. We were right. making music for fun. 
And suddenly a guy from the radio called and he said, oh, I like your style, we wanna play it on the radio. And I said to the guy, listen up, dude, uh, this is happy hardcore, they're gonna, they're gonna never gonna accept this style yeah. of music on the Dutch radio. Right. Yeah, that's why, that's why I wanna be the first one. So wow. that's where, what, what we did actually, we created something and um, and many years later, the whole world is playing happy hardcore. Even guys in, in the states, like for example, uh, Gammer, you know, yeah. he is from uh, the UK, but he plays a lot of in the, in, in America. And there's the happy hardcore. The hardcore is really becoming to get popular, and that's that's mm. what we did. And with all the yeah. gigs and the venues. I was there from the very first moment on. I was the one who was playing hard techno for the first time in the limelight in New York City. Right. And that the people thought, what is this? Because the hard yeah, techno, right. we combined it with, with, with acid music. Mm -hmm. So it was really, really dope. And uh, thanks again, the underground scene, which made it all possible. Wow. Yeah. That's very cool. Okay, so now we're going to get into some, some general life questions here. Okay. General so, life. General life. So do you read? If so, how much do you read per week? And if you read, do you read just for enjoyment or for business or development? Okay, how much I read? Is it reading books or reading yeah. articles on the internet? Um, I, let's, let's say books or whichever you prefer. Let's start with books. Okay, um, I'm not really in reading books. Um, I like it when it goes about uh, people who are uh, successful. So, for example, our Dutch Formula One driver, Max Verstappen, that's, mm -hmm. that's quite, quite a history already. Okay. So I was really into what was happening in the old days, you know, and what was happening in the Formula One, because I'm really interested in Formula One, because yeah. I owned my own racing team for uh, six, uh, six years. Yeah. So uh, these kind of books I like. Um, I, I read once a book about um, the tactics of war, mm. how the people uh, in, in the, from the beginning of humanity started with wars and up until now how the strategies are. Yeah. And that was very interesting because okay. in, uh, in, in the days without internet and everything, the communication, how to get information and how to treat your opponent different or... It was, it's really interesting and I learned a lot from that and, and, and these kind of books are interesting. And of yeah. course, um, the books you, uh, or the information you get from internet and articles, um, which we see in the, the news, um, mm. I like to read it. And the mm -hmm. reason why I like to read it, because it's so untrue mostly. Mm. What, we, what, we, what we see on internet about politics, about, uh, about money, about right. investments. And sure. it's, it's really, it's just politics because we get those information, uh, what yeah. we can read from a certain group who wants to push us, push us mm -hmm. in a direction. Mm -hmm. And, um, and, oh, wait a minute. Sorry, I'm very busy at the moment. You can call me back in about one hour. Thank you. And they think it's a joke. I'm not fucking joking. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm not allowed to say beep. Um, you, you can uh, say whatever the fuck you want. You can say fuck. fuck. It's okay. No, I don't care. Uh, no, but the thing is, um, it's all politics because yeah, right. it, it's like we are with so many people on this planet. Yeah. And they have to push us in a direction that we believe in something. So right. we also act. 
Right. And this is the nice thing about reading. If mm -hmm. you don't believe what you read, but you 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 give a, a, a meaning from, from 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 your heart what you really believe, not yeah. what you have seen on television or read. And that's yeah. that's where it gets interesting. Okay, that's a great answer. Okay, well, all right. At this point, now that you've had a pretty long career, what drives you now? What motivates you? Uh, it, uh, what motivates me is that um, the most important thing in life I've learned is to uh, to collect a lot of nice people around you, mm -hmm. good people, nice people, respectful people. Uh, they cre create really quality time. Yeah. At the most fucking important thing in life is create quality time but life is so short and right. everybody on this on this planet we have a lot of friends and family and good yeah. friends we uh, we still uh, trust and people we have have trusted who really yeah. fucked you you know it's 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 yeah. a part of life so and uh, today it's very nice if you can have a lot of good friends around you mm -hmm. who are there for you when it's really necessary where you can laugh with but also can cry with that's yeah. very important the drive to create that environment, yeah. these kind of people around me is for me very important. And if you yeah. have these kind of people, you will notice that you right. uh, that you really, but I mean that you really can make steps forward because mm. these people like to work for you, like to work mm. with you, and you can create nice nice things. And it's um, it's not always about money. And, yeah. uh, and nowadays, when I uh, run a very small company uh, with a, 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 a friend of mine, that we have uh, 34 people working, uh, these are all young people, and 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 the drive is to to be there for them and to create a job that they can buy a house or can buy a car and yeah. they can, can be happy and that they, right. that they if they come to the to the job with a smile, but also they leave with a smile. Yeah, and that's my goal. And also in, in music, I like people ask me, Theo, um, how long are you going to continue with being a DJ? Right. And uh, till I fucking die on stage. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's a yeah the, the reason is, Ross. The reason is, I love my crowd. Yeah. I was always wondering why is Tina Turner still performing? Right. It's not about money. Yeah. It's because of love, love yeah. from the crowd. If I see a few people smiling, you know, it's like I'm the happiest guy ever because he can make mm -hmm. people happy. You know mm -hmm. what it is? You are a DJ. You know what it is? If you play a record and people are like, oh, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's more than money can buy, you know. That's awesome. That's so true. Yeah. Okay. Um, do you have any daily routines or rituals or a spiritual practice? <laughs> in the last six months, yes. Okay. Um, yes, I have routines because um, I lived a life uh, like um, everything was possible. You know, yeah. if we had a, a party, come bring the bring the champagne and, and another one. Yeah. Fuck it, another one. Yeah. And uh, and with also with, with dinner and everything and, and more and more and so um, at one point in my life. I thought, oh my God, what I'm doing because I was becoming greasy and fat, you know, and that, oh. And then I lost some friends, some important friends. And um, I asked myself the question like, what's the next step? Mm -hmm. I'm over the 50. Mm -hmm. 
I'm on stage every weekend. So I need to do something and I have to be very, very uh, lucky that I have uh, uh, nice people, mm-hmm. very nice wife. I'm still healthy. What's the next? I said, and the next thing was create a routine. And the r- routine was every morning, every morning I go to the gym. Okay, that's and good. Yeah, the last six months we're really working on it. And this year I started with six days a week, which is fucking mad, of course. That's crazy, yeah. It's really working. So I start very early. Tomorrow morning at nine o'clock, I'm at the gym. Yeah. And sometimes okay. at seven o'clock, I'm at uh, the gym. Yeah. I, do, I do the workouts with a personal trainer and I feel great. Yeah. Uh, I can control my food, my drinks, my everything. Yeah. And I feel better than ever. Okay. And, and, wow. and I noticed that I'm capable to do more than hmm. before. Interesting. And I feel good and I, uh, and I look good and I'm proud yeah. of myself. Yeah, standing naked in the mirror, I think, yeah, looking good. Not everything, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm looking good, you know? But it, it's like a routine. And, and yeah. also, like, um, my uh, routine for this year, my uh, every year, yeah. eh, start of yeah. the year, okay, uh, what should we do this year? And this year, mm. I said, my new routine is to cut the crap. Okay. Because I'm always busy with things. We had a lot of, uh, we needed a lot of, attention and a lot of stress and, and and at the end it didn't make any money not the most right. important thing but I was always busy with things and um, I've learned after so many years to keep focus on your hardcore business what, what is really necessary mm-hmm. and, and and if you do that you you will have a lot lots of time to invest in friends and family which is mm. very important very important so I have yeah time over and that's, right. that's what I realized. So my routine is cut the crap. Don't, because I was really a guy, I was shooting 10, 20 arrows in the right. hope I was, well, one hits uh, the bull, you know, and yeah, yeah, it doesn't work like that. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work and uh, just do what, what you're really good at, mm-hmm. try to learn and so that's my routine. It starts with training and keep my focus on the things which are really important. Okay, great answer. Um, all right, quick one. Dress for success or dress for comfort? That's a hard one. One answer. One word. Okay. Um, yeah, you ask me. It's a yeah. very... <laughs> yeah, one word. Ask it different. Ask it different. <laughs> I don't know. How. Ask it again. You want to skip it? No, I don't want to skip it. I want to think about it. Okay. Ask it again. Dress for success or dress for comfort? Comfort. Comfort. Okay, got it. It's on the book. Okay. Comfort. So would you say, I know this is a Dutch expression, but do you, th- do you feel that you live to work or do you work to live? Uh, work to live... Uh... As a DJ, um, I live uh, to work because my work is awesome, mm-hmm. you know. And and I really, you know, I had a, uh, four gigs last last weekend. Yeah. And on Monday, yeah, it's like, oh, awesome weekend, nice, right. nice people. And so I, that's my goal. And I, I hope I can work for the next twenty years like this. It's mm-hmm. not going to happen, 
But that's what I said 20 years ago also. Van, would I be a DJ for all, all my life, you know? Maybe but you the will, thing yeah. Is, as long as the crowd accepts it and loves it, Ross, I'm going to be on that stage. You'll be there. I get yeah. it. That makes perfect sense. Okay, um, let me see. Okay. So who is the one person in your field that you admire the most? I mean, obviously a lot of big DJs, but who's the one that you admire the most? In the scene. Uh, um, as a DJ, as a DJ is Carl Cox. Carl oh, Cox, okay. It's Carl Cox. And the reason is, the reason is, I, I, I played with Carl Cox all over the world, from Australia, America, England, Spain, Germany a lot. And uh, the funny thing is, um, I don't see him often. So mm -hmm. only, but last year I was at Ultra Miami, and yeah. I was backstage at uh, where uh, where where Carl, Carl uh, his uh, stage was, and so he came up there with lots of lots of people. And after let's say five six years, he saw me, and he was like, "Hey," with a big smile, of course. Hey, Theo, how are you doing? Long time, you know. And yeah. and he took all the time before he went on stage. Wow. And he didn't have to do that because there were 50 people around him. Yeah. But the thing that he is, um, as a human being, really awesome. He's the most cool. friendly guy I know, and he's mm -hmm. so respectful. And I also know a few of his uh, friends, and everybody says the same. He is, as a person, he is awesome. But being awesome as a DJ as well for so many years and accepted. True. Yeah. And not technical wise, because he was the first one placed with four or five decks, you know, he was, and he was also the first one who had the guts to make mistakes. Mm -hmm. Very important. Yeah. You no, know, he had the guts to make mistakes and he did it. And he's one of the few DJs who's really playing from the heart. Right. And he also moves from the soul. Right. And that's a golden combination. These three move from the soul, play from your heart, and be a nice guy. Yep. So okay. in, in the field, Carl Cox is for me, he he was he was the number one and, and he, there will never be another one. Wow. Okay. You know, Very good. He's, he's, he's really the bomb. Yeah. Okay, got it. Cool. Yeah, he's a legend for sure. Um yeah. okay. Short answer. Real quick, no more than a couple words. What is the answer to life, the universe, and everything? Life, the universe, and everything. Super short. Life, the universe, and everything. The Crap. answer. Crap. Crap. Okay. <laughs> Crap. That's it. That's final. Okay. <laughs> Crap. Okay, now we've got a few biz business questions going on Do you here. want an explanation? No, not on that one. No, that's, no, no, that's no. The, the okay. short, just short, just short. Okay, now we're going to business questions. Okay, so at what age, if this happened, at what age did you finally feel like you had become successful or, or not yet? Every year, 55. Th this year? I always thought I was successful from the beginning yeah. on. Okay. But, but every year you fucking learn, you know. My father told me, I have to say this. My father mm -hmm. told me many, many years ago before he died, when I was really popular and I thought I was successful at the age of 30. Mm -hmm. And I had Ferraris and Porsches and everything. Yeah. And my father told me, maybe you think now you are a really cool guy having everything and being the 
successful guy. He said, I hope when I'm dead, over 25 years, you're still going to be that nice guy, works hard, has a nice wife, and if you are still successful, then you are really successful. Mm. Now we are 25 years later, and it is. So wow. now, now. So now it counts. That's great. Now it That's really great. counts, bro. Yeah. Okay. It makes sense. All right. So do the five closest people around you in your life, do they represent an approximation of your own income? <laughs> um, no. No. Okay. No. You have much higher income than the rest of them, or lower. Um, <laughs> oh, um, 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 higher, much, higher. My, my, much higher. Okay. And these people are my friends because they right. are. They, I love them. They love me because of mm -hmm. me. Yeah. Not okay. because of money or whatever. That makes sense. Okay. So, what do you think that? just in general, young people, people who are under 30 years old, what's one general tip for them to be successful? Be honest to yourself. Mm -hmm. And what, what do you think, what does that mean? Look in the mirror every day, yeah. ask yourself the same question, what, I, yeah. what am I doing? Right. You know, and that's the hardest thing, to be honest to yourself. We're not Einsteins, you know, only a few mm. of us. We're just mm -hmm. normal, n normal people. But the thing is always, what I say to people, the tip is, um, it's not a failure if you fall down. Mm -hmm. It's a failure if you don't want to get up. That's Makes it. Sense. Okay, great. All right. Um, okay, here's a question. So I've read a, a ton of business books and they're always the same when they talk about successful people, right? They, they always say like, at first I had nothing, and then fast forward, I, I had a hundred million dollars, you know, they always just say like, I was, I was broke. And then I had a hundred million dollar business. Nobody usually ever talks about how they went from zero, let's say from zero to the first hundred grand or something like that, yeah. from nothing to something. So with that in mind, um, how do you feel like either for your own life or as a general advice, like how do you feel that the first hundred grand for people who are on the path to being wealthy or rich, how is that made? To go from nothing to something, to where you don't have to worry about money anymore. Yeah, the thing is, first of all, you also have to be a little bit lucky. There are a lot mm -hmm. of people in the business who were really, really lucky, or they invented something, and they were mm -hmm. really lucky that they met the right people. Yeah. Um, uh, Business-wise, there's also people who are taking a, a, a massive risk, a right. major risk that they take, that they put their house, their car, everything uh, into the uh, um, uh, business uh, business plan. And sometimes they are very lucky. And if they are very lucky, you hear from them like, oh, mm -hmm. I have nothing at my house and my car and my wife and everybody. And it happened, you know. And you don't hear the stories about people who are back on the street with really nothing. Right. So you don't, you don't hear those uh, those uh, those stories. But um, the thing is from um, the people who really make, really make a lot of money, mm -hmm. uh, it's like with the investments, it's like um, uh, high, high risk. Mm. High risk is mostly high money, mm. okay. you know? And, and that's, that's the thing. And do you have the guts to do it? 
Yeah. And, um, and otherwise, you have to do it step by step, step by step, step by step. In my in my case, when I was just working for, um, I work was working with blind and deaf uh, and deaf people. And uh, from there, uh, I got an opportunity to go to work for a record company. And when I was working for the record company, I had the possibility to to make uh, to make music and to make uh, music compilations like Thunder mm. uh, Thunderdome, the mm. best-selling hardcore compilation in uh, the world. And when I made my own my own music, suddenly there was that first Happy Hardcore song. And uh, six months later, a guy came up to me and said, "You want to sign a deal for an album?" And we give you two million. Who? Oh, oh, wow. Wait yeah. a minute. Because I was the guy who was collecting the dirty laundry from people. Right. Yeah. A year ago. And yeah. now and now I get an offer like this. These things wow. happen. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, so I told my mom, I said, Mom, I can sign a deal for how oh, you're joking. No, 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 no. And my father said, Maybe you talk to a lawyer. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah maybe. We did. <laughs> so we did. Yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah. Is, is this really true? Yes, yeah, really, really true. Yeah. So can you imagine from nothing? No. You <laughs> see your, your bank account. Yeah. Oh, you. Oh, 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 oh. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> These things Dude. happen with, with if you are really lucky. Yeah. Sure. And also, and all the books you buy with the success stories, and I started right. here and I started there. Nobody yeah. will tell the absolute truth. Mm-hmm. It's it's a commercial thing. It's it's selling. It's just about making more sure. money. Right, of course. Yeah, I uh, I was in uh, in Miami last year, and I met a guy who was a Bitcoin millionaire. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Not millionaire. Millionaire. B- billionaire. Yeah. B- billionaire. For the American audience, yeah. Yeah, hey. That's huge. Absolutely, this guy was spending on Ultra more than $1 million wow. in a weekend. Wow. And while he was partying on the other yeah. side, the money, ooh, he was... It's just, that's insane. I have one Bitcoin, one. I have, have one Bitcoin, yeah, well, it's not worth much now, right? It crashed. <laughs> it's, it's too much risk for me, It was me, up man. and then... And then straight Don't down, do this right? Anymore. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's so true. Okay. Uh, what's more important, talent or effort? Pooh. Yeah, you all you ask questions, which is a combination thing, but um, it's not the talent. Okay. No, it's not the talent because there are so many people with so much talent waiting out there who will never get a chance. Yeah. You know, so... Uh, yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm sorry. So maybe, maybe you would say effort and luck then, or just effort. It's, yeah, it's absolutely luck. But if you, if, if you also meet the, the right people who really believe in you, it's a combination of many things. An artist nowadays... Mm-hmm. Needs, needs a, a big team like social media, marketing, advisors, uh, investors. Investors, yeah. very important. Yeah. I won't mention names, but there's a big guy in America with long hair. And uh, the investment company behind that is it's really amazing. And I met those people. I mm-hmm. met the guy who was investing. Mm-hmm. And, and the budgets and, and, the, and the goals they have, it's amazing. Mm. It's amazing. It's not... 
yeah, then it's then you really are, have to be lucky to if you can work with them, and right. and, and, you, and you just hope and pray that they will really go for it, mm. which is not always possible because they can pull the plug anytime they want. Mm, yeah, fascinating. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, then, what what do you think is the what's the smartest piece of advice you've ever received, or did we cover it already? Smartest piece of advice. Um, Unless you say in business for this. Yeah, in business, smartest piece of advice. Um, yeah, the thing is, if people come with a with a, a deal, let them put everything on mail, everything on paper. Let them put everything on paper, and before you give one answer, go with that paper to your friends, really friends, and let uh, let them give you advice and collect advices from many many people. So, Mm. If you have all the advices, then you read all the advices and you make your own decision so you can also make your own mistake if it goes wrong. Okay, um, so how much, or sorry, what, what is your goal right now, the career-wise goal? Like, is it to throw your own festival or to be on the stage somewhere or do you have a specific goal? Uh, career-wise, um, uh, maybe you didn't know, but I'm going to close the whole thing I started in the 90s with Charlie Lonois and Mental Theo. Uh, April 18th is the last big show in Ziggo Dome. It's already wow. sold out. Cool. And it's going to be the last one. Last year we did two in uh, Ziggo Dome and a, a big tour. So we reached over 400,000 people last wow. year. Cool. Which was really amazing. So I'm going to close that. Um, the reason is uh, that I uh, I want to um, slow down a bit. Um, my goal for the future is only to do the parties which are really important, really mm. really nice, and to spend more time at one location, not like the crazy thing you have in Holland that you drive 1,500 kilometers like uh, at a um, thousand miles uh, a night mm -hmm. just for partying. No, just just to slow down a little bit. Um, hopefully, the, the business we are running. Uh, it's going really, really well in the future and also to step back there a little bit. Um, I also live in Spain. Cool. So uh, my goal is to be more in Spain and in now I'm five years to go living in Spain completely. Nice. That's that's kind of like our goal too. We want to maybe retire in Spain. I love yeah. it there. Yeah, Spain is awesome. The, the, the quality of, uh, of, of life, quality so of good. food, yeah. the weather, everything, you know. The, yeah, that's my goal to to get old in Spain. Okay, that's great. Um, all right then. So, all right, quick, quick question. All right, how much do you think a seven forty seven airplane weighs? The first Pan Am or the last one? <laughs> the current, the current one, the current seven forty seven. Just guess. Uh, twenty twenty ton. 20 ton? I don't know, actually. <laughs> we'll look it up after. <laughs> it's a, a silly question. It's a lot. I don't know. It's really it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. But the weight okay. from the Airbus is less. Yeah, okay. the weight from the Airbus is less, yeah. Um, okay, so now we're going to ask a few questions about um, the uniqueness aspect of your life and career. So um, I think we already have an answer. So, you know, well, I guess we could say, how did, how did you find your style or did it find you? Like you, you did something. You say you were like basically the first person to do a certain sound. How did that happen? Was it an accident or a choice? It was a choice. Okay. My style was a choice because I was so crazy at that time. But producing yeah. music was so funny 
that yeah. we really, we needed in those times, we needed samples. Mm. Because we heard from the hip hop records and from the techno and house records, they use samples and everything. So I said, okay, let's use samples and let's use the breakbeat sound from the UK and let's use the, the German uh, rave sound and the German rave sound. If people ask, what's the German rave sound? They have a sound like uh, with very short notes, like. Very happy, very friendly. Mm-hmm. And that combination on uh, on a high tempo, like 170 beats per minute, mm-hmm. it's very funny. But you need the input. And the crazy thing we did was just stealing records. I mm-hmm. just went with my finger uh, against a bunch of uh, records and I said, okay, stop. I pulled out the record said, okay, we're going to sample this record now. And so... We were, we had no clue that we were creating something. We were just mm. doing something. Mm. We had no clue it would be 20 years later on top of every list of a festival, you know, and we didn't, we didn't knew. And it was born from creativity. Okay. Something so original. I, cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. So let me see. So, all right. Um, do you think that anybody can do what you do? Absolutely. Okay. Anybody in the whole world can do what I did. Anybody, it, it's, it's like every fucking morning if you wake up, it's a new day, you have a new chance to do something. Mm-hmm. The thing is, are you going to make that first step? Are you going to take that risk? Mm-hmm. Are you have to invest first or to make money to, to, to have space to take risks? Mm-hmm. It's all about that. And if I can do it, anybody can do it. But it's, mm-hmm. it's all between your ears. Mm-hmm. It's all between your ears and it's very hard. And uh, what mostly helps is um, the right people uh, around you, a girlfriend or a boyfriend or whatever, who really helps you, really gives you that support. And that you, have, uh, that you start with one, one guy or one girl next to you who says, Come on, go for it. You can do it. You know, yeah, because yeah. that's what we really need. We are human beings. Right. Some of us. Some of us. Yeah, not all. <laughs> okay. Um, what are some significant, like, what are some challenges that you faced on your way to success? Like, is there any, in, like, big setback that you faced on the way? Or was it, you know... Um, yeah, the thing is, um, when you start in, in the scene and you get very popular and the money comes, you know, it's a very funny thing. And, and even nowadays in Holland, a few things are happening in with the celebrities about uh, relationships, about business. It's, it's, like, it's like the circle of life. It's also the circle of success. You start somewhere, you get a lot of money, you buy a house. In my case, I bought a house, two houses, uh, a company, two discotheques in, 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 in Spain, uh, a racing team, uh, Ferrari, uh, Porsche, everything, more, more, more. And then I hired the wrong people. And if you read my book, you'll see that I was going from the, the top of the Mont Blanc, you know, of the Mount, yeah. Mount Everest, more for you guys. I went down into the fucking bottom of nothing. Yeah. Because I, I really made so many big mi- mi- mistakes in my life. And if that, if that happens, if that happens, it's that moment again, you say, what am I going to do now? Mm. How strong am I? Mm-hmm. You know, because the first time, the first time I was lucky. Mm-hmm. 
Hey, guy, hey, two million, man. Come on, you can do it. Right, it's over. And now, it's and I was 500,000 yeah. mi minus, you know? <laughs> okay. And I was like, okay. Yeah. And I felt so ashamed. I really right. felt ashamed. Yeah. So I had to build it up step by step. Mm -hmm. Interesting. And uh, that was a big life, life, life changer to make the next steps I would make in my life. Yeah. With more, uh, more brains. Makes sense. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, is there something that you believe that almost no one else believes that you know of? Uh, that I okay because it's like believe something. Yeah. Like um, something that you believe is true that that not a lot of people believe in, but you know that it's true. Okay, in let me hearts. tell you, Ross. Let me tell yeah. you. I, I worked in the in the radio business. I worked in the yeah. telev uh, television business as a television celebrity. Yeah. I have friends who worked for the news agencies mm -hmm. in the world, mm -hmm. which uh, who are telling me the truth about news, and mm -hmm. all the news we never will hear. Mm. You know. So I know one thing which is really true: that the truth that we hear is not the truth at all. Mm. That I know is really true. Okay. Absolutely. Also about politics, also also about Trump and everything. Right. We don't hear the real truth about things. Yeah. It's always politics. And like in the like in the book I told you about, you were asking mm. me about the books I was uh, I was reading. Now the thing is, in these books you can see. Mostly the people who, who, who own or uh, have the power over uh, communication over, over the news, mm -hmm. spreading the news, mm -hmm. these people are, are very, very dangerous for the world. Mm. And once you are doing it really good, people who do it really good, have lots of friends, but more enemies. Mm. I understand. So what, so what we hear, it's not, not true. Okay, Absolutely. scary. Terrifying yeah. stuff. That's very, yeah. very scary. Um, okay. So, all right. We, you know the expression hindsight is twenty twenty. It's always easier to see your mistakes looking back than looking forward, obviously. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. If you were going to do it all over again, would you do something different than what you did? No, no. I would do exactly the same. Okay. Because I'm a guy who always say to people, yeah, Theo, but I say, oh, wait a minute. You only see the things from me which are really successful. Yeah. But I'm a guy. If I make so, if even if I make every day a mistake, you won't hear about it. I'm that positive guy, you know, mm -hmm. because I don't see mistakes as mistakes. I see mistakes as free lessons. I don't mm -hmm. have to pay for. It. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, sometimes you have to pay for it. <laughs> in in <laughs> other ways, yeah. <laughs> no, that was a very expensive lesson. Yeah. You will right. never. And the more money it, it, it will cost, the better the lesson. The better the lesson. That's a great it's, lesson. It's the thing in life, I like what I have, Ross. It's, it's, yeah. it's the way it is. Yep. Okay. No, that's really good. That's very helpful. Um, so I had a question of, are you living your dream? But I think you would say, yes, you're living your dream. I've learned to live my dream. Yeah. Because the dream in life is not about being the richest guy of have, having the most expensive watch Right. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not wearing a watch at all. No watch, yeah. Today, because it's broken. Oh, it's broken. But otherwise, I would have six yeah. watches, which okay. I don't have, because right. it's not necessary. So uh, the, the, the thing is, 
um, um, it's not imp- it's, it's it's more important uh, again it's the quality of life that rules everything it's not what people think about you or mm. or how important you can be for others you know it's it really don't counts mm. at the end it don't counts with how many you 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 have if you are dead it doesn't count doesn't matter so it what what happens now is is what really counts and from the history we can we can hopefully learn but what counts is tomorrow mm. Every tomorrow after that, and the rest sucks. <laughs> Makes sense. It's just information, Ross. Right. Yep. Okay. That's good. We're almost uh, we're almost done here. So, all right. One last question for this section is. Uh, oh, well, I, I get two questions. One is, um, have you experienced burnout, or do you feel that that's a danger for you? Burnout. Yeah. Burnout. Fuck it. Fuck it. <laughs> Fuck it. Fuck burnout. There are Never. no burnouts. <laughs> yeah. Nowadays we have new diseases. It's, right. it's always, there's always something, you know. There's yeah. always something about people who are not in balance, who are not controlling their life, right. who are always looking for an ex- for an escape. And yeah. And, yeah, and now uh, 2020, burnout is the escape for mm. people who are thinking, oh, it's not going to go my way. I'm not happy. Mm-hmm family, work, whatever, I have a burnout. Mm-hmm. Fuck it. Burnouts yeah. don't exist. The problem, it was already there before right. the, the, the burnout came or the breakdown. Yeah. Oh, I can't, yeah. nervous breakdown. Fuck it, you know, it's like, if you are in life and you, and you, and you eat healthy and you train, uh, most important, your social life, good friends, a nice, a nice wife, uh, a dog, go for a walk, go to a bar, have a party, go uh, surfing, horseback riding, do something, make that balance in your head mm-hmm. equal to what you're mm-hmm. doing in, in, in work. Yeah. Because uh, I will not mention names, but in Holland, uh, a friend of mine got a burnout, very important guy in the scene, you know, and I asked, uh, I asked uh, his, uh, uh, his uh, colleague, yeah, what is, what, what is what's going on? Yeah, he was, it was all too much for him because he was so yeah, into that, we have to do better on, uh, in, in, the, in the job we are, we are doing. We have to do better and, and they, they're gonna ask more from us and I don't know if I can make it. And the thing is, I had that same question when I was doing radio. The director of the company said to me, Theo, you have to come here, come. Mm-hmm. Listen up, guys. Hey, you have to do this, you have to do that. I said, oh, wait a minute. Better, and I'm doing now, it will never get. This mm-hmm. is it, friend. Mm-hmm. This is it. And people always make problems of these kind of things, which is not necessary. Sure. And make sure you talk about it, talk with friends, and go do funny, nice, happy things, you know, to yeah. get that balance. Okay. And, and don't run away. Another yeah. word for a burnout is run away. Mm, mm-hmm. Don't run away. Fight it. Fix, fix Fight the problem, it and, yeah. And talk with friends. It's like... Yeah. So it's, it's a new thing. It's, a, it's like, uh, yeah. for example, a couple of years ago, we had that me too thing. Right. Oh, me too. Everybody, oh, me too. Come on. It's, uh, the, it's the thing is, 
we are we as as human beings we, we, we are so lucky we have we can create something really nice we can create very nice things look at the oscars the last mm. oscars what people say that guy was playing um the joker yeah in his Joaquin whole, Phoenix. In, yeah in his whole speech he said one important thing one important thing we are all very intelligent people Let's do something with that. Let's help each other. Yeah. Let's help each other. Let's help the world. Yeah. The rest of the speech or whatever, it doesn't count. Mm. With our with our intelligence, come on guys, help each other. Be respectful. Most difficult thing in life for human uh, human beings. That's a great answer. Okay, well there's only one more question now. So if you're going to become a member of a boy band, would it be InSync or the Backstreet Boys? Backstreet Boys. Backstreet Boys, okay. <laughs> the, the reason is I performed more with the Backstreet Boys than with InSync. Okay. And at InSync, it was mostly they had all, only, only struggles and fights. And the Backstreet Boys, yeah. these guys were relaxed. They were relaxed. Okay. And the first gig they did in Germany with us, They were sitting there in, next to us wearing uh, baseball, uh, ba basketball suits, you know, yeah. and really like very young guys. And they were friendly from the beginning, you know. They came up to us, hi, guy, oh, nice. Are you also playing? Yeah, oh, cool. And, uh, and it's, uh, I still sometimes play, just when I'm playing really hard, you know, oh, really hardcore. Yeah. I sometimes drop just a song from the Backstreet Boys. <laughs> yeah, I knew Everybody, it. Everybody, <laughs> Backstreet, back. And people are like, oh, what are you doing? Crazy. Yeah. Okay. Love it. Love it. I, I knew you'd have a good answer for that one. Backstreet Boy. Yeah.